time to wake up. It's Saturday morning. Find some milk and cereal. Grab a bowl and spoon. No, a bigger spoon. Head to the living room and take a seat on the floor. But Joseph and Chris present to you... Saturday Morning Cartoon! Hello everybody, welcome to Saturday Morning Cartoon Boom! This is a show where we wake up at the Saturday morning sun, plop down the living room floor with a big bowl of sugary cereal, and watch all your favorite cartoons, both old and new. I'm Joseph. And I'm Chris. This morning, we watched Pokemon... The series, but the part of it that's the Indigo League. I want to be the very best, like no one ever was. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Take it over, Joseph. To catch them is my real test. <laughs> to train them is my cause. Who suggested this to us? Uh, This was suggested by Thomas via email. Nice. Yes. Thanks, Thomas. He suggested quite a few things. Cool. So so this was this is the first one we've done of his suggestions. Yes. Okay. cool. So Pokemon. Well, the series in general ran from 1997 and well, is still going uh, created by Satoshi Tahiri, Ken Sugimori, Game Freak and Nintendo. Produced by 4Kids Entertainment from 98 to 2006, and then from the Pokemon Company International from 2006 to present, it's, well, like I said, it's still going, so this is, it's split off into series, but they're all connected to the same core series, so it's been running for six whole series, which is amounted to 20 seasons and over 947 episodes. Wow. Yeah. They're like going for the Simpsons like record, aren't they? At, Good lord. At the rate they're going, they're going to get there. Jeez. Like right now they're in Sun and Moon, which is the game that just came out. So, so far they've been pretty faithful to every time a new game comes out, new series comes out. That's very cool. Yeah. Smart way to go. Mm -hmm. So this is airing still, uh, from my understanding, still on TV Tokyo in Japan. And in the US it ran, it was first run syndication from 98 to 99. It was on Kids WB from 99 to 2006. And then it's on Cartoon Network, still currently from 2006, 2016, as far as that goes. Well, 2017 as of now. And then on Disney XD as well from 2016 to present. It may have stopped airing on, uh, oh, well, it may have stopped airing on Cartoon Network and Boomerang in 2016. But right now, for sure, it's on Disney XD uh, starting last year and to present. So. Wow, they've hit like all the big networks for cartoons, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, and that's a uh, it was so it was on Cartoon Network for at least ten years, and that's if it's not still going on on Cartoon Network. I'm not sure of that. Right. Yeah. Nice. For, for a short synopsis of this, for anyone who doesn't know, the adventures of Ash Ketchum and his partner Pikachu, who travel across many regions in hopes of being regarded as a Pokemon master. It's pretty much Pokemon Yellow, like that game. Basically, yeah. Where you start off with the Pikachu instead of. Um, red or blue you get to pick one which is everybody's like uh coveted pokemon because he's so adorable or she's right, so exactly. adorable i'm not sure it it's so adorable yeah i don't i don't know if they've ever confirmed what gender pikachu is or at least ash's pikachu right yeah yeah so hmm. so chris who are some of the actors who played in this show all right um bear with me because <laughs> uh well you'll see it's been a long show yeah so ash ketchum in japan was voiced by rika matsumoto and in america by veronica taylor and then sarah natachini misty was voiced by mayumi izuka in japan and then in america rachel lillis and then michelle knotts 
Brock was voiced by Yuji Ueda in Japan, and then Eric Stewart and Bill Rogers in America. Professor Oak was voiced by Unsho Ishizuka in <laughs> in Japan, and then Stuart Zagnet and James Carter Cathcart in America. Members of Team Rocket, Jesse was voiced by Megumi Hayashibara in Japan, and Michelle Knotts in America, the same person who was voicing Misty. James was voiced by Shinichiro Miki in Japan. And James Carter Cathcart in America, who also did Professor Oak. And he's going to be in this next one. Meowth was voiced by Inuko Inuyama in Japan. Nathan Price, Maddie Blostein, and Carter Cathcart in America. And then finally, Pikachu, voiced by Ikue Otani in both versions. Because her voice is just so darn cute. Yeah, yeah, I was wondering if they kept the same voice. That's cool. Yeah, I tried to do a Pikachu impression and my voice cracked, so I gave up. <laughs> Mine would immediately. I wouldn't get through the P without cracking. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even get through the first syllable, so never mind. <laughs> so for a few tasty marshmallows out of our big bowl of Pokemon cereal, Ash's starter Pokemon was going to be Clefairy, but was swapped for Pikachu to make it more appealing for boys and girls alike. Oh, yeah, good. Clefairy would have been way too weird. Yeah, that would have been to be a, like the flagship Pokemon. That's strange. That would have been a really strange one to start with, yeah. Yeah, that would have been obnoxious, I think. <laughs> yeah, like Pikachu's not obnoxious. If we looked at it from the perspective of it starting with Clefairy and then them saying Pikachu was supposed to be the starter, would we be like, oh, wow, I'm glad they didn't start with Pikachu? We'd probably be like, what's Pokemon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so at 20 seasons and counting, this is the longest running television series based on a video game and the longest running show ever on the American Network Kids WB. So wow. even though it hasn't reached Simpsons heights yet, it's still... Based on a video game, the longest running one, and Kids WB's, uh, the, the flagship, basically, at that point. Man, yeah, I believe it. Oh, and this one I found really interesting, and I remember hearing about this, but I this confirmed it. In December 1997, more than 700 Japanese children suffered seizures, vomiting, irritated eyes, and other symptoms after viewing a flashing red background in the episode Electric Soldier Porygon from the Japanese version. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do remember that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. That was like a huge thing and it. The episode got banned in America. Yeah, exactly. Well, the show was pulled and uh, retooled altogether in 98 and uh, for Japan. Well, it was only shown once in Japan and has never been shown again. And uh, the, the American episode was dubbed and the version of different animations was offered forward, but it was never aired. So that's one that just wow. basically doesn't exist anymore. I think there's been a couple banned episodes of Pokemon. Like, I know that one was banned, ended up being banned in both Japan and the United States, like you said. Mm -hmm. I think there was another episode that was okay in Japan, but was banned in America, where they made James very, like, um, trying to, th well, I don't know exactly what they were going for, but they kind of made it like he was transgender, and I think it got banned in America because of that. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it if they went that direction. Yeah. It's the same thing as when they changed uh, Sailor Moon in that way. Or, oh, yeah, that's or right. any other cartoon. I think we've watched a couple of cartoons where they've done something similar. Yep, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's not a big deal in Japan. And it, you know, it shouldn't be. But, you know, American conservative stuff. They're like, no, don't expose our kids to anything. Oh, man. Speaking of, I watched a little bit of the actual subbed version of the, the first episode in Japanese. And... From the intro, you can tell it's going to be a different feeling altogether because it's like um, the lyrics are, I caught a Pokemon, for example, through fire, water, grass, or forest, through dirt, clouds, or even up that girl's skirt. That's the actual. What? 
the actual lyrics, and then it says like "eek." That's part of the actual oh my gosh of the Japanese intro. At least the original. Wow, they found a way to make Pokemon pervy just in the song. Right. That's, Holy cow! That's the first impression you get of it. That's before anything even happens. That's the. That's insane. Yeah. Whoa, man. <laughs> I wrote yeah. that down because uh, I was, uh, even though I don't, you know, I can't understand Japanese. I was reading the subtitles as the song was going, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. Let me go back and see what that said because <laughs> I think that said "up a girl skirt," and it sure did. Wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I thought that what, was pretty funny. <laughs> Pokemon guys, what were you thinking when you did that one? I'm sure that's very strange. I'm sure that's changed at this point, but who knows? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, finally, the, and this is um, many Pokemon have different names that mean different things. But uh, Pikachu, I never knew this, is a combination of two Japanese onomatopoeias. The words Pika for the electric spark noise or the noise that electric sparks make. And then Chew is the noise that a mouse makes. So it's not that they're yeah. actual things. They're just the noises that electricity makes and that a mouse makes put together. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I have read that before. Yeah, I never and knew that. It's it's always made me wonder if any of the other Pokemon names are like that. I mean, some of them are obvious, like Ekans is snake backwards, right? And, and Arbok, Arbok is, is Cobra, Cobra backwards. Yeah, but you know, there's others out there that I wonder if they have like double meanings or something like that, or if they're alluding to something in particular. Right, and some of them are different in Japan altogether. Like they're nothing like the American version. Some of them are identical. Some of them are completely different. So it's really just like a You'd have to go down the list, and it would be, I'm sure, changes all over the place. Right. So do you have any memories of this show? I mean, I'm sure you do, based on when we grew up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used to watch this all the time on um, Kids WB. My first exposure to Pokemon at all was a little comic book in Nintendo Power um, after the game came out. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really care about it until a friend of mine was trying to take it out of my Nintendo Power magazine. And I'm like, no, it's mine. And then I suddenly cared about it. And then he was like, well, you don't even like Pokemon. I'm like, I do now. Yeah. And then he was like, "Okay, well, here. And then he gave me a VHS tape where he had recorded a bunch of um, episodes onto it. And so I borrowed it and there was like eight or ten episodes on there. And I like immediately fell in love with the show and watched it all and then watched it, you know, every Saturday morning on Kids WB um, for for quite a while. So, yeah, like I, I was definitely a big fan of it. Did you ever play the games? Yes. Um, so I had red, blue and yellow. I had all three. Nice. Because, well, I, I had gotten red and blue because I had like no friends and wanted to trade with myself. And, <laughs> and then I got yellow because Pikachu. Plus they had like all of the ones from red and blue combined in that one, which was smart. Thanks, Nintendo, for making me spend all that money. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I've played several of the games. I've, I've missed a few generations, but I picked back up by getting... Um, I got Moon a few um, months back, so when it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, as a, as a gamer kid who was born in the 80s and grew up in the 90s, like running into Pokemon was inevitable. Uh, when it was released, I think uh, mid-90s, like 96 or something is when the game was released. And I was hooked on the game. Like I was playing it with all my friends. And I had I think I only had Blue, though, because I loved uh, Blastoise at the time or Squirtle starting out. Nice. Yeah. And uh, so I was, I was basically playing that hardcore and then the show came out the following year i believe and so 
anything that had Pokemon branding on it had my full attention. So this was something that I watched right, exactly. to accompany the game, but it's like they're they're almost two completely different things it's just like the show gives you what you couldn't really get on the game boy at the time which was you know color and action um, right yeah now of course the the 3ds is much more comparable to actual animation so it's a different story but yeah it's it's basically bringing what those pixels were on our old green game boys to life and that was yeah that was what I really liked about it at the time. And just seeing all the cameos of the different characters or the different Pokemon I had caught, that was a lot of fun for me. I agree. So you said like um, you really liked Squirtle. Oh, yeah. You tend to go, you you love water Pokemon, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, so would you say, so I'm guessing Squirtle was always your starter? Squirtle for was, yeah, those? Squirtle was my starter for the, the uh, red and green or red and blue. Sorry, yeah. For the record, Bulbasaur is number one. Literally, he is number one. He's the number one Pokemon. <laughs> That's his number. Oh yeah, yeah. But but yeah, he is. Bulbasaur has always been my favorite, and I always um, chose him. And I pretty much always go with a grass starter every time. Do you know because like, you know what it yeah. is? What it is about grass? I don't know. Like the the grass ones always tend to be the cutest. Okay. And and they can do poison, which I love poison attacks. So mm. poison and ghost are typically my favorite Pokemon. Yeah, I like poison a lot too. I mean, which is not what uh, Squirtle can do, but that's what Tentacool and Tentacruel can do. So I, I when oh, I was able to catch true. those, those are some of my favorites. Nice. Yeah, so uh, let's go ahead and jump into three episodes we watched for today's show. Very first episode, highest rated episode. Well, actually, you know, this time, again, didn't this... Both of these get chosen by Thomas. Yeah. So so we did things a little different again this episode, just like we did last episode, um, because Thomas wanted us to do specifically like Indigo League, but part season two is included because that's still Kanto region. Um, so he chose Pikachu's Goodbye and he chose another episode, which was Friends Till the End. Yeah. So, so we deviated a little bit this episode, but... This is the last time we're gonna deviate from our our usual. So from now on, we'll we'll we're gonna go back to the um, first episode, highest rated, and then one listener chosen episode, and and we'll cover the spectrum of the whole show instead of like we don't want to get into doing individual seasons and stuff because then we'll just be doing this you know forever. That means we would have like a million Pokemon episodes. Yeah, yeah, true. But Pokemon just such a vast series; it would be hard to cover it all in a single episode anyway. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so. Pokemon starts with the very first episode, Pokemon I Choose You, season one, episode it's one. V- it's very vague when you, you don't have a Pokemon to choose. You just say, Pokemon, I choose you. <laughs> yeah. Random Pokeball, I choose you. Random, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the one where, you know, we, we get to meet Ash and he kind of introduces us to everything about the Pokemon world straight up. He's 10 years old now, so he's allowed to get a Pokemon license, He's allowed, which is crazy to me still you know, looking as as an adult now, I look at it and I'm like, they're letting 10 year olds get these licenses and go out and wander the, the countryside on their own. Right. Yeah. On their own. They got to fend for themselves. I'm like, no, probably not a great idea. But hey, it's 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 Pokemon. Yeah, it's just it's Pokemon. But yeah, so the uh, so he, he can get his license and. Professor Oak, the professor of Pallet Town that he lives in, is going to supply new trainers next day with a starting Pokemon. The choices are Bulbasaur, Squirtle, or Charmander, at least 
that's what we're introduced to initially in the training video that he presents to us. Yeah. And well, one thing that I really liked about this episode was like how it started, because it starts out with like the um, the the first opening screen we see on the original Game Boy game where it's like Gengar oh, yeah. fighting uh, Nidoran and, and it's playing the, the music from the game. You know, it's 8-bit and stuff. And then it transitions into the cartoon and then you're seeing those two in color fighting in the the arena and then that transitions to Ash is watching it on TV. But I, I think the way they did that was really awesome because they're just like, hey, hey, remember this game you love? Boom. <laughs> yeah. Here it is. Here I, it is. I agree. That was a really cool transition and a great way to start the show off. So Ash is up late because, you know, he's excited about the next day. It's like 11 p.m. or something. And his mom's like, you know, you need to either go to bed or study for tomorrow's test because he's even at this point, he's kind of nefarious for being, quote unquote, lazy or kind of slacking off and just kind of you know, going with the going with the flow of things versus putting a lot of training or studying into things. So yeah, get this impression from the very beginning. Ash, unfortunately, is pretty much like that through the entire thing. At least he does not put a lot of effort in. Yeah, at least the episodes that we watched. I mean, it was definitely that was presented heavily and uh, right. uh, cost him. But we'll talk about that much later. Yeah, what happens is. He goes to sleep, but he's got like a little alarm clock that he has set to wake him up in time to get to Professor Oaks. And it's shaped like a Pokeball. But when he falls asleep, like he grabs it and then he's dreaming about which Pokemon he's going to choose. And he's dreaming of catching a Pokemon and he throws it and breaks his alarm. Yeah. So then, you know, daylight comes and me want to go. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> sorry. he's late. So he runs all the way over there and man, Professor Oak is such a jerk because Oak like takes him inside and Ash is all excited for his Pokemon and he lets him open the first ball and he's like, nope, sorry, that one's gone because it's empty. So then he's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll take Bulbasaur. So then he opens that ball and Oak's like, nope, someone already got Bulbasaur. <laughs> so then he opens the last one, Charmander, and nope, someone already got Charmander. I'm like... Why did Oak, like, give him the, like, heartbreak and disappointment of opening each one of those when he yeah. could have just said, all the Pokemon are gone? Yeah. I was like, what a jerk. But then the last, you know, a last uh, surprise Pokeball comes up out of the middle, and he's like, well, I guess you can use this one, but, you know, I have to warn you. And, like, before he can even do that, like, uh, Pikachu comes out of the ball, and he's just, like, frantically shocking everyone. Yeah, just, like, zaps him. And <laughs> Pikachu does a lot of that this episode. He's constantly, like, electrocuting people. He does not care about Ash or anyone, really. He's just a very free-spirited Pokemon. He does not want to get into the Pokeball or anything the whole time. One thing that I really like is that... Um... The way Pikachu's drawn in this episode versus like later on, he's much fatter. If you did you notice that like he's he's drawn much more round and short, where like in later episodes, um, his like neck and upper body is much slimmer. Yeah, it, it, almost like he has a neck. Where in this one, it almost looks like he doesn't. He's just a little round fluff. Yeah, he looks much more like the original games at that point. Right, exactly. And I like that design better. I like it better than the the thin looking like Pikachu. I like fat little Pikachu. <laughs> that's more like a when I think of that, when I think of like a fat Pikachu, I just think Raichu. Well, that's true. Yeah, Raichu is still pretty big. So, one question that came up um watching Pokémon, so prepare yourself. 
Okay. Because I have another theory. Oh, boy. Put on your tinfoil hats, guys. <laughs> so there are no, like, animals in this, this world. It's just Pokemon. Pokemon are the animals, right? Mm-hmm. And people are, like, going out and raising them and training them. And, like, people can, like, communicate with their Pokemon and stuff, even though the Pokemon can only say their names. They still communicate, you know, in, in their own ways. So these Pokemon are very intelligent and stuff, except for maybe like Slowbro or Psyduck. But um, they're smart, self-aware animals. So what do these people eat? I'm pretty positive that they eat eat the Pokemon. Pokemon. Um, Yeah, they would have to eat Pokemon. Any meat they eat is probably Pokemon. So they're not only training these things, they're also slaughtering them for food. Yeah, well, I mean, that's possibly less cruel than battling them against their will (laughs) containing them in a small ball of captivity yeah like you think about it and you're like oh pokemon's so cute and then like on the surface but then when you really think about it you're capturing these animals putting them in these tiny little balls that they should not be able to fit in because it defies all like science and everything and then they're forcing them to fight (laughs) it's oh my gosh it's pretty much like you know, like cockfights and stuff. Yeah, it's one of those things you can't think too much about or else you start to really feel terrible about that world. Right, <laughs> exactly. Or at least... The I'm f- just here to crush everyone's hopes and dreams. Or at least the fate of the Pokemon. Yeah. But, no, I mean, I think... Well, I mean, even Pokemon eat other Pokemon because that's how the food chain works. So, in that way, it kind of makes sense. But I don't think you ever actually... even like see anybody eating meat in the show but maybe you do i bet there is a few parts there and i'm I'm guessing that they just try not to draw that much attention to it but yeah those are pokemon they're eating for sure no wonder that pokemon tower in the games is full of so many tombstones yeah but you also got to think about like ghost pokemon where it's like those are i know one specific ghost pokemon oh. and i can't remember which one but it's like ghost of dead human children and it, it specifically says that in the what? in the text, um, like in the Pokedex, that Weird. or or one is like like it steals and eats human children or something like that. So I have seen that one. Yeah, yeah, like, that's the little balloon looking thing, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Oh yeah, yeah, because it lifts the children and it doesn't like fat children because it's hard to lift them. Yeah, it like steals them out their bedroom windows or something. And yeah, so it's not disturbing. It's not just the humans who are messed up here. It's a pretty messed up world. Yeah, this is a pretty dark world if you think about it. (laughs) So I wonder if Ghastly's like a Ghastly or something is is actually the spirit of a dead Pokemon. Like if you go eat a Pikachu, that spirit becomes a Ghastly. I don't know, and it's weird because it's like it's not like Ghastly was ever like you know alive Ghastly or anything. It's always Ghastly's a ghost, like period. So exactly, it, it's where, so it's where it gets really foggy. Man, I think I have a headache now <laughs> <laughs> from trying to like think through all this. So we also I think we've gone too far. I think so. I'm trying to trying to reel it back in now. We're uh, we didn't talk about Gary, who is Professor Oak's. Uh, <laughs> He's his grandson? Is that what he is? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And Gary's the biggest jerk ever. But he has his own cheerleader, so he's a popular guy. And well, that's what, like, confused me is how does he already have all these cheerleaders and stuff, like, cheering about him being a Pokemon master when he hasn't, 
you know, he just got his license too because he's the same age as Ash. And I'm like, how does he already have like all these groupies when he hasn't even done anything? Well, I think he's just most likely to succeed and Ash is most likely to fail. Um, Well, that much is true. If we're we're going back to the original games, like Ash is just a personification of red and Gary is personification of blue as far as the, the characters go. Right. Yeah, so we we see them. We don't get to see who Gary picks at the time because he keeps it a secret. And, you know, he won't fight. Well, Ash doesn't have a Pokemon, so he can't fight him anyway. So right. uh, we get to see Ash go out with Pikachu to try to catch some Pokemon. And Pikachu is completely non-compliant with him. Um, he's trying to just catch a basic Pidgey, which is, if you ever played a Pokemon game, at least the initial ones, Pidgey's usually the first thing you run into when you go wandering yep. through the grass. And so uh, he tries to get Pikachu to help him, but his Pikachu does not want to. So he starts to, he gets a rock and throws it at, uh, or no, first he goes and like tries to tries bag. to catch it in his jacket yeah, or something. Tries to, yeah, tries to catch the, the Pidgey with his uh, jacket and uh, fails at that. He gets whirlwinded. And I like how the Pokedex is just like telling him yes. as these things are happening. Oh yeah, because... Um... While he's trying to do that, a Rattata, or is it Rattata? A Rattata uh, sneaks up. Both. So Rattata sneaks up and starts stealing food out of his backpack and starts running away. And like, I'm already thinking Ash is probably the worst trainer ever. <laughs> and then the Pokedex just confirms that he's like, Rattata, a, a rat Pokemon. Like, it says something about like stealing things from stupid tourists or something like that. And I was like, wow, Pokedex just confirmed that ash sucks yeah it, it was like uh, good at stealing things from stupid trainers yeah exactly <laughs> and it, um, like it really puts emphasis on it and uh it, after that fail well after getting whirlwinded away and after almost getting robbed by the rattata he sees in what he thinks is another pidgey a silhouette and he throws a rock at it and this is what sets the rest of the episode in motion is right. he instead hits a spiro with this rock and that is a stronger, more aggressive bird Pokemon, similar to Pidgey, but much more mean. And it even says yeah. that in the Pokedex. It's like it's much more, uh, I, I can't remember if it says mean or aggressive or something, but yeah. he, so it starts coming after him. And again, Pikachu just is not helping him at all. He could easily, since he's electric, if we're looking at it just from the basic elements, since he's electric and that's flying, he could easily take that out. But he's not doing anything at the time. Well, like the Spiro ends up going after Pikachu instead of Ash. Um, because it like the Pokedex says something about wild Pokemon tend to be jealous of Pokemon that are being trained. Oh, so right. Yeah, yeah. It looks like it's going to attack Ash and then it, it changes its mind and goes after Pikachu. So Pikachu has to dodge it and eventually shocks it. And then the Spiro calls out for help. And then like hundreds of Spiro come flying at both of them and just start like pecking the crap out of them. And Pikachu gets pretty injured. So Ash is like trying to carry him and like running. And then he runs into Misty, who's like fishing and he steals her bike. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) There's just a really... I love that way of introducing her character, especially because her personality, she's so fiery and like, you know, aggressive all the time. So like their first interaction is him stealing her bike and her yelling at him. Yeah. Which is great. I, I think it, in the Japanese version, uh, I don't know if it's that part, but when he encounters her again, she slaps him across the face and that's cut out of the American version. Oh, OK. Interesting. Yeah, I could see that. 
Yeah. So he puts Pikachu in the basket like E.T. And he's like <laughs> pedaling as quick as he can trying to get to a um, Pokemon Center when the bike crashes and they both end up on the ground and the Spearow are coming at him. And this was the dramatic anime moment with like the romantic soap opera type music. Right. Yeah. Where Ash is like, you know, I'll protect you at all costs. And he's telling Pikachu to get in the ball and save himself. And he spreads his arms out and starts yelling at the Spearow. And he's like, I'm destined to be the greatest Pokemon trainer of all time. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Right. And they all like die for him. But then Pikachu jumps up and just shocks everything, takes all of them out. And then they die. No, they're, <laughs> they wake up later. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he yeah. he does he does take them all out. He even like electrocutes the bike to the point of burning it to a crisp. Right. So the bike is no more and uh that starts the bond between uh, really Pikachu helps him because he sees that basically Ash is putting his life on the line for Pikachu to protect him. And, right, exactly. Uh, that so that is where he gains at least a bit of respect for him for actually doing that as opposed to just treating him like crap the whole rest of the episode right so oh this episode actually ends in a cool way where you see a um ho-oh like flying past a rainbow like in the sky which was interesting because that pokemon was not part of any of the kanto stuff that didn't come to like years later yeah that was that so, was in a uh, gold and silver yeah so that that was really interesting that in the first episode of this anime you see it but like none of us would have known what it was because gold and silver had not come out yet yeah so would, i thought that was interesting that, that was cool and it's great that it actually it's pretty true to its form that it kept in gold too so it's right. uh that was a good amount of mystery added to it and even the pokedex is like you know there are still pokemon that are not yet known and at the time you know we didn't know how huge pokemon was going to get as far as the roster yeah, goes. yeah not at all so that was a good kind of mini taste of what was to come so for the second episode we watched for today's show, it was Pikachu's Goodbye, Season 1, Episode 37, where the group comes into a forest where it's quiet and peaceful. They notice a large group of Pikachu that Ash's Pikachu tries to become friends with. Yeah, that does happen. Like, man, this was, uh, to steal a um, thing from Meowth, this was a Pika-Palooza. <laughs> there, <was laughs> there is so many, so... I mean, the, the description pretty much tells you everything that happens, honestly. It's like Brock, Ash, Misty, and, and Ash's Pikachu are in the forest, and they find, like, a giant cluster of Pikachu. So Ash's Pikachu wants to hang out and be friends, and they're just like, nah, because you're a human-trained Pokemon, and, you know, we're kind of clicky like that. Mm -hmm. um, but this one little Pokemon, uh, a baby Pikachu, is kind of like, Hey, let's be friends. So the other ones start warming up until they see Ash because Ash just runs out there like an idiot and scares them all away. <laughs> and like I like Brock and Misty are just like, like, what are you doing? Like, they're wild Pokemon. They're going to be afraid of you. And Ash just does not understand because he's an idiot. And he's right. like, well, I don't I don't get it. Why don't they want to be friends with me? Like, Ugh. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> this episode actually wasn't originally intended to ever be created for the series. It was made due to the retooling needed for that Electric Soldier Porygon episode that we were talking about earlier. Oh, really? Yeah. So this was that's a replacement episode just thrown in. Wow, that's kind of crazy. Well, that kind of makes sense because nothing really consequential happens other than, oh, 
Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. This makes even more sense now. So basically, this whole thing was just like supposed to solidify Ash and Pikachu's relationship because so this the the baby Pikachu ends up falling in this river and Ash's Pikachu dives in to save it and then the other Pikachu come and, and pull them all out and Pikachu almost drowns and they have to give him CPR and stuff and he does okay and then the other Pikachu accept him and they're like having this little night party singing this song then Ash is like oh man like he's so much happier let's just I'm gonna ditch him now and he tells Pikachu to stay there and he just tries to run away from him like a dramatic little baby and <laughs> and then Team Rocket shows up of course and tries to capture all of them and um the the Pikachus prevail with the help of Ash and his friends Ash is still kind of trying to ditch him and Pikachu's like no and like follows Ash around and Ash is like yay and you just see this, like, during all this, you're seeing all these montage, like, clips from all the other episodes of interactions with, with Ash and um, Pikachu. And it, it felt like a lot of filler in that way. And now I understand why, with yeah. what you said, that this was an episode that was, like, thrown together probably pretty quickly to make up for that one that they couldn't air. Yeah, and when you so. say baby Pikachu, just to be clear, it's not a Pichu right no it's, it's not just a pikachu a, it's just because a tiny I don't think pikachu those didn't exist at the time this was made either right if this had been made later it probably would have been a pichu because that was kind of like a pichus were kind of like a retcon basically of like what where pikachu what pikachus are right yeah so, yeah yeah they didn't exist at this time it probably would be though if they ended up redoing that but yeah yeah i don't remember um, which yeah. version the baby pokemon got introduced into I want to say that I want to say Pichu came in silver and gold, but I'm not sure. But my God, like Team Rocket was using tons of Pikachu puns, which was really f- oh that rhymes. But it was really funny. Like that was cracking me up, and that was like a pretty redeeming part of this one. And um, the ballad, I mean, they did more of the like typical like anime like romance ballad when it was doing the like montage of Ash and Pikachu moments. <laughs> yeah, and it's like. The time has come. It's for the best. I know it. And like pretty music. And oh, it was really bad. And the, and you get the slow motion run and hug as the <laughs> other Pikachu like cheer in the background. It was. Yeah. Isn't there a um, episode where Ash has to let Butterfree go? Yes. Which really sucks because Butterfree is an awesome Pokemon and Ash like I keep saying, is the worst trainer ever. <laughs> yeah, so he's pretty... Uh, it sounds like he's had pretty tough luck with a lot of Pokemon. I know at one point he has to let his Lapras go too, which is the uh, basically Loch Ness monster... Um, sort of thing, Pokemon, yeah. the Plesiosaurus Pokemon, yeah. Yeah, um, Lapras is awesome. Now, I mean, Lapras Seriously, is he your, sucks. Yeah, Ash, Ash sucks at being a trainer. He really is. So this, this is like watching someone who's really bad at Pokemon play... It's like watching a Let's yeah, Play... Of yeah, someone who's really bad know what they're at doing. Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> Ash is not good. Anything else consequential happen in this episode at all? I, I'm sure. I mean, I know Pikachu comes back. He doesn't end up leaving. And there's a lot of montages. There wasn't really anything else that happens in this episode. Like, it was basically just kind of like a, hey, like, Pikachu and Ash, are, they're a forever thing, you know? Like, they're not going to leave each other, even though Ash tried. Now, Ash, you know, knows better. And he knows that Pikachu is like 100% devoted to him, which is cool. I mean, it is a sweet and tender moment because I remember as a kid, 
this like me really appreciating this episode it's just now that i'm older i'm like wow this was super cheesy it's kind of a good counter to the first episode though because it's showing how far they've come at least in 36 episodes or 37 episodes yeah and you know like in that comparison yeah it is pretty cool to see just how far it is because the first episode like pikachu didn't want to have anything to do with him and this one like pikachu does not want to leave his side you know right so it is cool and yeah yeah if we had gotten if pikachu had gotten this opportunity in episode one he'd have been like bye see ya yeah he would have been like bye felicia yeah exactly (laughs) so the one thing that i do like um about pokemon in general is that because they only say their names it seems like they wouldn't be able to communicate much but they can because they they have all these different inflections and stuff like that in the way they say their names and they don't have to just say the full name they can say just syllables so you know pikachu could could actually make a sentence like p pika p p p pika pikachu like something like that yeah, yeah. and i think that's cool like there's this one part in here where like ash I think apologizes to Pikachu because he had scared those other Pikachu away. And Pikachu just kind of responds like, P. <laughs> and, and and just the way he says it and the Tony says it was funny. Because, you know, like, it was just kind of a, like, uh, that was clever and very creative way to, to do it for the anime. Right. And it gives you a sense of uh, how they're able to communicate, like you said, even with only using their own name. Yeah. The last episode we watched for today's show was Friends to the End, Season 2, Episode 26, kind of. It's going to vary depending on where you look at it. But basically, this is the end of the, uh, almost the end of the Kanto region portion. This takes place where Ash was in the tournament, right? And then, Mm -hmm. um, and just lost. (laughs) Yeah, he he just lost to a friend he had made, Richie. And this had happened in the previous episode, which was in a terrible way because we could see a recap of it in the start of this one. And he's basically like tearing through. And then what happens is uh, (laughs) he he brings his, and it's it should have been just an open shut match where he brings out his Charizard against Richie's Pikachu. And right. Charizard just basically, he's like, I don't need to fight. Like, I, this is boring. And so he just like lays down on his side. He, and, he starts sleeping. Yeah, he goes <laughs> to sleep. And so he gets disqualified. <laughs> and that was right. Ash's last Pokemon in the match. So he loses because of a lazy Charizard. Yeah. And, and it's not even really that Charizard's lazy because like when he was Charmander, he was a good Pokemon for Ash. Then he evolved into Charmeleon, and Ash started having a little bit of a problem with him. He evolved very quickly. Um, so he becomes Charizard, and Ash is not a good trainer. So the Charizard does not respect him at all, because Ash has done nothing to earn his respect. He's He hasn't trained him whatsoever. He's just very haphazard about everything. So Charizard's like, comes out and he's just like, yeah, this isn't a big deal to me. I'm not going to do what you say. So he just kind of goes to sleep and Ash loses. When we we see the actual episode stuff, Ash is like sulking, kind of depressed in this bedroom. And outside of it, you've got his mom and Professor Oak and Misty and Brock all kind of talking. And Brock, <laughs> Brock's like, I think he feels like a total loser. <laughs> and I'm like, because he is. Yeah. <laughs> But I love that he pointed it out. I like that this actually is kind of an eye opener for Ash. To, and I think Professor Oak points out as well where it's like you can't just 
slack off on the training. Like you can't just catch yeah. Pokemon and expect them to work for you. You you have to work with them. You have to uh, understand their abilities more more than just approaching with only strength and intuition. You have to have an understanding of your Pokemon, and that's something that Ash has lacked this entire season. And this is really kind of him getting hit in the face with that right there. Yeah, and he really needed to. What was interesting was because Misty came in and was trying to cheer him up, which is interesting because those two fight constantly. So the fact that Misty came in and wanted him to feel better and tried to cheer him up, but Ash like lashes out and he's a jerk to her. Misty basically says that the Ash is not a good trainer. And then that's when Ash retorts and then Professor Oak puts him in his place and echoes what Misty says. And yeah, like, yeah, like you said, you've been lazy with your training. Like you don't understand your pokemon's abilities you didn't take the time to do anything you just catch them and like you care for them and stuff but you're not training them it's it's kind of like ash is a nice guy but he's not a trainer no and now he knows that and yeah and uh it gets to a point where there's a lot of arguing going on in the room kind of back and forth and pikachu gets frustrated with it and just shocks everybody basically just like everybody calm down and turns the tv on so that they can watch Richie go and finish his match. You know, I was just thinking like how weird it had to be for the voice actors to do Pokemon on here. Cause you got like, like they, you see a tentacle and he's just like tentacle, tentacle. Or Pidgeotto is just like, and like just crazy noises. I'm like, there's so many Pokemon that just, they have the weirdest things. I'm like, that's gotta be such a weird thing to act. It's like guffing, guffing. Yeah. And, uh, and then wheezing. you got Meowth who can talk. Wheezing. Yeah. <laughs> so I wonder, and I feel like they did, like, you know if they ever explain why Meowth can talk like humans can and no other Pokemon can? I feel like it was something with the way he grew up on the streets or something and had to fend for himself. I don't remember. It, there was probably an episode devoted to it, but I don't remember the specifics. Yeah, I feel like there was an origin story for him, but I don't remember. Because but, it's not like all Meowths can do that. He's the only one. Right. It, it seems weird to me that, because I feel like if, if it were possible for a Pokemon to develop the and be able to understand and, and speak English, then I feel like he wouldn't be the only one. There'd have to be others. Even if it's rare, there'd have to be more out there. But we never see any that I know of. Yeah, I I don't I can't think of any other ones that talk like Meowth can. I don't know. Yeah, it's falling down the rabbit hole. Just even thinking about that, <laughs> I, I, I like falling down. Right. There's so many episodes that maybe it happened, but who knows? It's more like falling down the Diglet hole, Joseph. Oh, no. or Didn't. there there is there is one that looks like a rabbit now, but I can't remember his name. Lame. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go Diglet. We'll stick with the original. Let's stick with Diglet. What was it? 150. Six? Originally, it was 150 Pokemon. Oh, yeah, because it was like at least 150 or more. Well, oh, then, and then 150 if you counted um, One, Mew. I thought 151 was Mew. Oh, yeah, yeah, 151 was Mew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they, they end up going to see Richie because Ash is like, I'm going to support him because I suck and Richie, <laughs> yeah, he, you know, at least his Pokemon respect him. Um, Richie, Richie so he, does the, an yeah. annoying thing, though, which I've never done, which is named his Pokemon. I was right about to ask you that if you had ever named yours. No, I don't like to do that. Like, it, I don't know what it is, but that bugs me when people do that because one of my friends does that 
And it's like, how there's so many, like, why take the time to do that? And I, I don't know, that just that never made sense to me why people do that. But Richie is, Ash does not, Richie definitely does. And uh, yeah. like he called, his Pikachu is named Sparky. His, Which is really original. Yeah, his, his uh, Charmander is named Zippo, like a Zippo lighter. Which is kind of funny, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like that one made me yeah, that made me one laugh was a little bit. Pretty funny. I don't remember what his other ones were. So I used when I first started playing, I named mine, and but I would only name the ones in my team that I, I planned on keeping. So if I was just catching them, you know, to put them in my Pokedex and stuff, those I didn't name. But but my original team, I used to name after the dogs from the book Call of the Wild. So I don't remember what all of those names were, except for I remember one being named Pike. And I think that's what my Pikachu was named, but mm. I don't remember. But yeah, I don't do that anymore because, yeah, it is really obnoxious. <laughs> it just, <laughs> Sorry just, to anyone that loves naming their Pokemon. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I just I switch out Pokemon so regularly that because I'm always trying different team dynamics that to name them right. would just be pointless for me. Yeah, exactly. You know, one question that came up for me during this, I'm like, where's Gary at during this? Why is Gary not in this competition if he's going to be the greatest Pokemon trainer ever? I feel like Gary's above that or he's already done it or something. Yeah, I don't know. It just seemed weird to me that we didn't see him. Of course, you know, there's several other episodes, so maybe he was in the tournament and we just didn't see him yet. Because if you if you look at it from the game perspective, Gary doesn't really come up until the well he's, he's coming up throughout the whole game but you face him again after you face the elite four which he has already beaten so he is the current champion to beat so oh yeah that's true so i feel like gary's already moved up way beyond uh just a league tournament that's true but uh so in this one uh team rocket of course shows up richie loses because his uh his pokemon i like his pokemon or his pikachu though because it's got that like hair tuft yeah he's got like a cowlick or something yeah so that's that's pretty unique. And I, I remember that yeah. from childhood even. I remember liking that Pikachu. I did too. Yeah. I hated his name, but I remember liking the hair. <laughs> yeah. So his Pikachu loses to this other trainer's Ivysaur. Yeah. Finally, we get some like, you know, Bulbasaur type action going on. We get to see an Ivysaur. And he, he doesn't he doesn't just lose to it. He gets completely wiped by it. Like it, he doesn't do oh, anything. Yeah. He's annihilated. Right. Which means that Richie apparently sucks too. <laughs> which which has to make Ash feel even worse. Yeah. Richie is like, it was interesting though, because, and this is was another big moment for Ash, because Ash was so downtrodden about everything that when Richie loses, Richie is just totally fine with it. You no, know, he's like, whatever, like we'll keep training and then we'll be awesome. And yeah. Ash is like, oh, oh, okay, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He's just like, uh, well, we didn't win, but at least we had fun, right? And it's like, man, this this kid has a great perspective <laughs> on things. I wish I could yeah. be as great of a loser as he is. You are a great loser. <laughs> I don't I don't like losing at all. So I, I'm that more much of an, is true. I'm more on the ash side of things. Right, just go into I go into a deep depression. I'm like, oh, I'm terrible. I suck. <laughs> you just curl up in a ball like in fetal position. <laughs> yeah. Every time you lose a Pokemon match. <laughs> so Team um, Rocket comes into this one to. Yeah. Uh, and not geniusly. I mean, it's they're in like every episode, but they, they come never in show up geniusly. No, they come in to steal the. Well, at first they try to steal both uh, the Pikachu's 
um, both Ash's and Richie's Pikachu's. And yeah. this was kind of a good setup they had, but they did not execute it well. They didn't carry through where they set like two traps in the ground and the Pikachu's fall through first. Gary and or, uh, Ash and Richie come up first and try to or come up afterwards to try to save them and they fall into a different hole. And apparently this hole has multiple layers in it because when they try to get out, like they fall down again. It's like, man, so now they're basically they're leaving them there to die. Team Rocket is. That is pretty like messed up. Man, there's so many like <laughs> like under the surface dark things in this show. <laughs> I wonder if it's something like um Battle of the Planets or G Force where like the Japanese version has actually much darker tones to it that we just don't get to you, see. I wouldn't doubt it because most anime is like that because I mean it's not just like Battle of the Planets, it's also Sailor Moon, it's also Dragon Ball. Like all of those shows are much darker and much more adult in Japan and then when they get here they're fluffed up and yeah, true. made all nice and sweet. But um yeah, so Team Rocket fails, of course, cuz you know they're always going to fail. But what was interesting here is they came back a second time. Yeah, in the same and, episode. Yeah, and I was like, oh, man, like, I, I wonder if they're actually going to pull something off this time. But no, like, they barely, <laughs> they they came back and immediately were defeated again. And they always, like, whenever they get defeated, it's not just that they get defeated and hightail it out. They get blown up somehow and they fly through the air and they're like, we're blasting off again. <laughs> yeah. This time they they're trying to dig under this, um, the arena because they're throwing the after party or the, the ceremony to award everyone who made it to the tournament. And so they're going to steal all the Pokemon, all the winning Pokemon. But instead, there's a fireworks ceremony going on. So what they do accidentally is they dig under the fireworks and one of them falls down into the hole that they dug. And that's what blasts them off. But they say something like, we're blasting off gloriously or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, they're just gone. They always kind of disappear with a little twinkle. Yeah. In the background, like it a always, little star. It even, like, it even has that ding. Then we get kind of a good moment between Richie and Ash where, you know, Richie's the optimist here and he's just saying, you know, we didn't win, but we had fun. And then they're saying, you know, let's promise to to become the very best. Like both of us as, like as a no team, one ever was as friends. Yeah, exactly. Let's be the best. <laughs> we get a montage of the tournament battle the way that it went through. And that was cool to see not having seen the previous episodes uh, where we get to see like how the battles went down in that tournament specifically. Right. I thought this was kind of cool because, you know, the first season was very much, this is red and blue, like Pokemon red and blue. Right. Now, season two, you started getting into like the N64 games, like Pokemon Snap and... Um, tournament. And um, yeah, was it Pokemon Stadium? Yeah, Stadium. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was cool that even like pretty much every season seems to be based on one of the games, which is... Which I like. And, and and I don't know why, because usually I tend to think, you know, base it off that, but kind of do your own thing. But I, I feel like, you know, and they did kind of do that in a way, but a lot of the progression really stuck to the games. And I appreciated that. I think that's something that they did execute pretty well. It's one of those things where not all games succeed at making a good series, but I think that Pokemon has at least brought important elements from the games to the series to where you can tie them together without too much loss in between. Yeah, they just need way more Bulbasaur. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think that would have helped. <laughs> way more water Pokemon. I mean, that's where Misty comes in, but she barely got yeah. any to do anything 
in the episodes we watched. Yeah, she didn't do much, honestly. And Brock is just there to be a perv on girls. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> literally, like every time you see him, he's just like, especially after um, Officer Ginny's and the nurse. Uh, what is the nurse's name? Uh, nurse Joy. Yeah, Nurse Joy. Right. I feel like every anime's got that one character that's just super pervy. You know, he's like the Master Roshi of Pokemon. You oh, know? Did, did you know that uh, Brock was taken out of the the official kind of second part, the adventures into Orange Islands, I think it's called? Uh, since that was becoming more popular in America, they one of the creators thought that, that Brock would be taken as kind of a stereotype of Asians because of his, like, closed eyes they drew him with just lines for his eyes yeah, yeah exactly so so he was taken out and replaced with the uh, i think tracy was the guy yeah they they took him out and they replaced him with tracy who was the character you were playing in pokemon snap w- which i liked him also because he was an artist so yeah tracy was actually pretty cool like he he got a little obnoxious sometimes just i didn't like the way he talked and i thought brock was way funnier so I probably would have preferred Brock, but Tracy was still pretty cool. Yeah. Plus, I loved Pokemon Snap, so I just love that they brought that into it. Yeah, we got to play that again soon. Yes. This one ends, and even though uh, the, the the way the narrator closes out is like, even though he lost one battle, he gained a lifelong friend, or he gained a life, yeah, he gained a lifelong friend, and now he's more determined than ever to become the Pokemon Master, or a Pokemon Master. And then we get another montage while it plays the the Pokemon theme song to like completion. It's it's pretty cool. It's a cool theme song, you know. Yeah, I, I like it. Definitely memorable. Pokemon, gotta catch them. It's you and me. <laughs> not I know it's destiny. not destiny. Well, Chris, it looks like it's about time we dress up our younger selves, look like actual Pokemon, and place them into the Pokemon Indigo League tournament to see what they thought of this show. Inner kids, we choose you. Pokemon is a cool cartoon, but Ash is a total loser. Where's Gary? He's the real Pokemon master, and that's who I want to be like. But I do love the idea of raising animals to fight till they pass out. That sounds really fun. So I give this cartoon three and a half bowls of Pika Puff cereal out of five. And now I'm going to go join Team Rocket. Smell you later. Well, I do think that the Pokemon animated series has its place and serves as a decent companion to the franchise. I don't truly feel like it does it a whole lot of justice. That could be because I played the game first, so I'm looking at it from a very technical standpoint, but it could also be because Ash is an annoying protagonist and makes poor decisions. On the other hand, if the intention is to show not only the literal evolution of Pokemon, but also the figurative evolution of a child into a more mature, more respectable young man, learning through trial, error, and the support of friends that he meets along the way, then they're doing a great job. I'd give the Pokemon Indigo League series 3.5 big bowls of Pika Crunch cereal out of 5. To be fair, I've only watched the first couple of seasons, so Ash may be much more likable now that he's had 20 seasons to grow. Check it out for yourself, and you be the judge. Now I'll pass it back to our level 30 counterparts. They should be pretty close to evolving now. Now I'm pretty sure we're stuck as base form normal type Pokemon. So yeah, something for you kids to look forward to. We do not evolve. I gained intellect by lost agility. <laughs> I gained strength, but uh, lost speed. <laughs> I can see that. Slow Joe. That'll be your, Joe. your Pokemon name. Slow there you, Joe. There you go. Slow Joe. Slow Joe. So do you have any <laughs> final thoughts about Pokemon? I do love this franchise. Like, I think it's a great franchise. I think it's very cool. 
I, I don't necessarily need to be a part of every single thing that they're doing. Pokemon Go, I, I played that while that was in its first month or something, and then that got really boring. So there are things that I stay away from. The card game, I don't touch. The new games that come out, I try to jump into them every once in a while. I might skip like every other generation and just come in when you know something new is introduced. Like I got Sun to accompany your moon also. So that's something I'm playing currently. I, I do enjoy the franchise and the show wasn't too bad. Yeah. Um, any listeners, let us know if Ash still sucks or if he's gotten <laughs> better over the years. We would love to know. So like send us a message on our Twitter at NerdSlot. Also, um, uh, if, just to add to that, if you want to send us your friend code for your 3DS, let us know. We can. Uh, oh, yeah. It. Yeah. Justin and I are both playing um, Sun and Moon. On, on our 3DSs. He's got Sun, I've got Moon. So that we can trade with each other. Uh-huh. So yeah, send us your friend codes. It'll be fun. That'd be cool. Um, Yeah, I loved this show as a kid. And I love the Pokemon franchise. I try almost everything at least once, including the card game, which I was terrible at. But man, in this cartoon, Ash is so obnoxious that I honestly... Th- felt like he was ruining the show for me because I I cannot stand him at all. Just everything he does and says, I just roll my eyes and I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know, he's like that annoying little kid that wants to wants to, you know, do everything and hang out with everybody. And you're just like, go away. Just go home, man. <laughs> like, I got to side with Gary on this one. <laughs> just. Uh. But anyway, Despite my hatred for Ash, there is a lot of good things about this anime. Like the the Pokemon themselves are represented really well. There's some good humor and there's a lot of fun to be had in the show if you can get past their horrible protagonist. So, yeah, not not bad. Not bad. You know, it'd be really cool is if they did like a series, uh, even if it's a mini series that just kind of goes inside the the good members of like Team Rocket or team any of the other teams, you know, the like the the bad guy teams. And you, Ooh, that would be you see fun. it from their perspective, like they're the main characters. I want to see some Team Skull. Yeah, so, that'd be awesome. Yeah, dude. Team Skull they're is re- awesome. I would, ridiculous. I would join Team Skull. With they look like rapping. rejects. They look like rejects from Jet Set Radio. <laughs> Truly, yes. I wonder. I <laughs> wonder when, so when well. we're going to start seeing some uh, Team Skull cosplay. Oh man, not soon enough. Not soon enough. <laughs> so before we head out, thanks Thomas for bringing the show to our attention. I mean, well, it was already in our attention, but thanks for bringing it to the yes. show so we could actually watch it again. Yeah, thank you, man. Appreciate it. Always fun stepping back in, and you picked some great episodes to watch. They all kind of led one into the other. So good stuff. Well planned, sir. Good show. Good show. Well, listeners, it looks like our milk supply has now run dry, so it's time for us to say goodbye. Next week, we'll be watching Fraggle Rock, the animated series, suggested via Twitter by Carter. Uh, I didn't even know there was an animated series of it. I watched the original show, but not the animated series. Yeah, I I feel like I might have known, but like I feel like I, I had heard that there was, but I'd never seen it or anything. So, yeah, this will be interesting. Cool. It'll be a nice surprise. All right. Yeah. Well, once again, I'm Joseph. And I'm Chris. We'll see you next Saturday. Presented by NerdSloth. A place for lazy nerds. If you like what you heard, consider donating at patreon.com slash nerdsloth so we can continue bringing you quality shows. Be sure to also leave us a review and share your favorite episodes and clips on social media. If you're looking for more content, visit us at nerdsloth.com.